<laughs> Hello. Hello. And welcome to another episode of Tacos and Tequila. I'm Peyton. I'm Sydney. And today we have a fun one for you. I can't I'm, wait. I'm super excited uh, <laughs> for this roller coaster of a ride. <laughs> yeah, you told me I was going to start research on it, and you said, actually, don't do that. And I'm very excited. I've been waiting patiently to hear more. Yes, because I had these expectations, and I went in. Uh, yeah, so I went in doing research with certain expectations, and by the end of it, had uh, <laughs> a different perspective, we'll say. Oh my goodness, I can't wait. So, um, it's a roller coaster, as Tina Belcher would say, hold on to your butts from Bob's Burgers. Um, <laughs> because I feel like it's <laughs> quite an interesting ride. <laughs> I will be sure to hold on to my butt. Awesome. Well, is there anything else you want to add before we dive into it? No, I think you're good to take it away. Sweet. As we walk into Thanksgiving week, and in a couple days, most of us in the U.S. will sit down around a table to share food with our families, say what we are thankful for, and enjoy some football, (laughs) we figured it only fitting to share a tale of a cryptid associated with this thankful feast the beast is quite elusive but alas there are still some entertaining sightings to share today we talk about the gigantic gobble squatch uh the name alone was intriguing to me i just shall say that (laughs) it's the best name ever i think if you google it and the artwork also associated with it also entertaining (laughs) Um, so kind of how I found it was literally looking in to see if there were any Thanksgiving cryptids or Thanksgiving related stories that I could kind of go down this path. So originally looking into it and was like, oh, wow, I've never heard of this cryptid before. Let's kind of dive in. Um, supposedly in the early 2000s, Gobble Squatch gained some notoriety when a paper by a retired professor, Wesley Wimscott, was submitted to the International Symposium on Paranormal History, Sightings, Stories, and Wonders. Uh, his, <laughs> his paper was titled Gobble Squatch, Giant Drumsticks, or Dumb Sticks? <laughs> dumb sticks? A, like the word dumb? No, like dumb sticks. Like a shish. Yeah, like the Yiddish word shtick. Okay, okay, okay. That's why you're laughing. (laughs) Yes, that's why I thought it was so funny. I was like, is this real? (laughs) Which is a very good question to keep in mind as I keep telling you these stories. (laughs) So this paper that he wrote revolved mostly of the history of the Native American tribes in the areas of Virginia or what is now Virginia. The Catawba people were mostly in the areas of Virginia and the Carolinas and also the Cherokee. The retired professor claimed in his paper that the Catawba name means feather as long as a tree. Um, 
I also just want to say that I looked it up and cannot confirm that that is correct. Uh, <laughs> um, so I don't know where that came from. <laughs> the Cherokee people also supposedly were known to wear ceremonial costumes in this area of sorts that included gourds or like, you know, pumpkins, gourds, um, specifically ones brown tied together with long strips and then they wore around the neck to dangle and they looked like giant waddles of a turkey. Again, cannot confirm nor deny this information. There was also a Powhatan legend that the professor's paper recounts, which is that of an ancient tribal story about the tribe's first chief who had set off to the mountains to fast. Basically, he was doing so for 15 days and 15 nights in order to hear the gods and connect with them better so he could get some answers. The tribe was facing a drought in their village and he wanted to know what he should do to resolve the issues. Unfortunately, the chief was so excited when he felt like he got his answer, he was running home from this mission or being out in the mountains alone, and he passed under the branches of a huge tree when a giant falling liquid killed him. (laughs) The claims are that this could have been the droppings of cobble squatch that landed on him and killed him. So, like, giant bird poop. (laughs) That's terrifying. It is terrifying. It's also not the last recount of giant bird poop you'll hear in this story. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Uh, Basically, the end of the professor's paper concluded that our modern-day Thanksgiving is actually an an adaptation from a Native American custom in which one day a year, uh, the plumpest turkeys were rounded up, killed, and stacked as high as possible to keep the gobble squatch at bay. So, like, according to Native American lore is what the professor claimed. However, any records of this paper, or even the professor himself, cannot be found nowadays. Fun fact, if you Google him, nothing comes up. The report is that the symposium he submitted his paper to classified this as ultra secret, and now the paper can't be accessed by just anyone. Then, the poor professor himself disappeared in 2010. Professor Wim Scott went into the Blue Ridge Mountains, probably somewhere in the Virginia region, if I were to take a guess. Uh, The Blue Ridge Mountains, by the way, if you look them up, are part of, like, the Appalachian Mountains. And so they span over several states. But primarily, everything happens in the story in the Virginia area. So that's why I said I'm guessing the Virginia mountain range. Uh, But the professor went into the mountains and he was hunting for this elusive gobble squatch himself. Supposedly, he went missing. And at his camp, there were only some things found, like, almost looked like an animal had attacked the campsite. And there was a diary left behind. The diary found at his campsite had last been entered in October of 2010. 
And it stated, found a nest measured 14 feet by 12 and a half feet will infiltrate as an egg. So I just need you to <laughs> take that in. That's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to take in for me. <laughs> just picturing yeah. like a, a giant dog bed. Okay, and you're picturing like a cartoon, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I'm just going to say this. <laughs> Up until this point, I was like really 100% in on this story. I was like, this is weird. I can't find any verifying information on Professor Wimscott. The second there's a diary entry that said will infiltrate as an egg, I was like, hmm, this is not a real story. Um, this is suspect. Yes. So we'll get to that in a second. I just, everyone who's sitting here like listening and is like red flags might be going up and questioning this. Very fair. A hundred percent. I'm also questioning it, <laughs> but we're going to get to that point. I promise. <laughs> so the sightings of this giant bird date back quite a ways supposedly though like way back in time before we kind of dive into that I'm guessing you kind of want to know what this creature looks like and I'm going to be honest there's really not much description in depth like you would have for like a Bigfoot or Mothman or anything like that it's literally exactly what you're picturing (laughs) Uh, it's very similar to a wild North American turkey so while I was doing this research, I also decided to do some fun research on turkeys itself. So I have some fun fun facts for you that are turkey Thanksgiving Day related. <laughs> In case you are wondering. Um, first, the fun fact is that wild turkeys are actually the only purebred poultry native to the Western Hemisphere. So, like, chickens are not native to our area. That's interesting. Yes. Very wild, right? Like, I did not know that at all. Um, Just assumed that they came from here. Yeah. Well, like, I I don't know. I didn't. I thought turkeys. Okay. Turkeys, I thought, were native to the area. Yeah. But, like. There are a bunch of other things that I thought would have been classified as native here, too. Yeah, that's (laughs) what I was thinking. Like, there's the obvious, you know, creatures that, like, you know, lions aren't from the States. (laughs) Like, obvious things. (laughs) But then there's, like, other things, like, you know, chickens that you'd be like, yeah, those are from here. A hundred percent. I would have thought so. And then there are other types of poultry that's in quotes <laughs> um like ducks goose pigeons so it's really weird that turkeys are the only ones native to the western hemisphere um so where I don't did know. everybody else come from i don't know <laughs> the other hemisphere i don't know <laughs> Um, turkeys are the biggest and largest type of any poultry bird or anything like that. Um, and there's actually like six different types in North America. 
some are native to Mexico, some are native to the U.S. and Canada. Isn't that weird? It's super weird. Now I didn't know like, that there were so many different types of turkeys. So I knew that there was, like, different kinds. I guess I just didn't realize how many there was. And now this really just makes me think that aliens brought chickens here. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? This can be another thing I'm going to Google later. <laughs> Dude, this is why I don't sleep at night. I just, my Google history is just fucking wild. <laughs> well, I always end up on Reddit for like, it's like I started with a Google search and then I, oh, Reddit? That, that's the source I want to look at. <laughs> Reddit's my favorite. I definitely tried to sc- find Gobble Squatch on Reddit and couldn't find anything decently worthy of mentioning so (laughs) that's suspect yes very suspect (laughs) so basically gobble squatch is literally a giant ass wild turkey it's like the normal north american turkey that you might see driving down your road i guess i should clarify do you see turkeys when you have you seen like wild turkeys yeah, we had a turkey okay. that was, like, in, like, the town, and his name was Carl, <laughs> and, like, like the, the people, like, he was just, like, walking through people's yards and shit, and then somebody ended up hitting him in this car, and now there's, like... Wait, I think you told me this story before. <laughs> yeah, because there's literally, like, a memorial for him, and, like, there's signs all over that say, like, rest in peace, Carl the turkey. <laughs> okay. It's fucked up. Yeah, so, like, even before Carl, like, I've seen some turkeys around. That's so funny. Yeah, we have wild turkeys around here for us, but then I was like, oh, maybe people don't. Maybe that's not normal. I don't know. I guess it depends on where you're at, but we have wild turkeys yeah. around here. And I think that definitely some of, them by us, some of them by us are like the fat boys. Like that oh, would yeah. be on someone's Thanksgiving table. Well, that was like the thing with Carl. Like, you know, it was like right around Thanksgiving, I feel like when he was popping up and people were like, don't fucking kill Carl. Because then he, di- he died, like, months later. <laughs> I don't know. The whole thing messed up. I just saw a sign for him, like, last week, too. So I'm really happy that this, this is a I'm gonna Google. I'm going to Google this and see it's, if I bet I can find news articles. On it, was, uh, it was, like, in the newspaper. I'm pretty sure it, like, made the front page of, like, our local newspaper. Oh, poor Carl. Carl the turkey. Well... Gobble Squatch, much like Carl, is just a wild turkey. However, he's giant. He's like, he stands like over four or five times the size of a current turkey. Uh, the thing is as big as, if not bigger, than your average size adult. <laughs> so, Gobble Squatch is literally a giant ass tor- turkey. <laughs> That's the only definition or description I can really give you. <laughs> So there are some accounts and sightings, and I just kind of wanted to share those with you. Back in 1672, according to some surviving records, a man named Ezekiel Fitzgerald was hanged. And the notes, according to this, state that hath overwrought heresy in proclamation most dire that his eyes laid upon a creature of wingspan greater than the throne of the almighty. That's, that's a quote. <laughs> um, so basically what Ezekiel was hanged for was a belief contradictory, contradictory to Christianity, right? 
he basically said like hey I saw this creature and it was giant (laughs) but he compared it to the throne of the almighty and like used religious uh, cues or whatever references and so that's why Ezekiel was hanged according to the surviving records allegedly Um, allegedly there's some famous names in here too so allegedly in 1750, Thomas Jefferson, who was just a small child at this time, he's under the age of 10, was sent home from school for various issues. <laughs> Not surprised. I feel like Thomas Jefferson would have been a troublemaker in school. Um, thousand percent. <laughs> and so one of the things that he got in trouble in school for was using, in quotes, non-existent words. <laughs> Like gobbledygook. And so gobbledygook apparently is a word local at the time to this Virginia Blue Ridge Mountain area and was used to describe people who did not believe in the gobble squatch. That was like a giant folklore at the time. So supposedly even Thomas Jefferson was like, Believing in gobble squatch. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> if Thomas Jefferson believed, then I believe. <laughs> I like ju- I I thought gibberish. that was a great. I thought that was a great reference. Like gobbledygook. Just speaking gibberish. There's one, not this next one, but the one after is like my favorite. So we'll oh. get to that one, and that's where I was like, ooh, I could believe this. <laughs> In the mid-19th century, a lumber company abandoned their plans to clear out the entire area of Mount Mitchell. In 1861, there was a report from a foreman from this company found stating that there were frightening rumblings that scared the men who were working. There was also constant thunder of giant beating wings and unclearable mounds of white-stained excrement beneath the branches of many trees. So there's your more bird poop talk. (laughs) There's just poop everywhere. What if there's just a flock, just a flock flying by? Like, maybe it wasn't one large animal, just a shit ton, just shitting their brains Literally shitting everywhere. (laughs) Which is not uncommon. At all. Have you ever been pooped on by a bird? Um, no, and I am going to knock on wood, but that's, like, one of those, like, nightmares that I have. So, like, when I go into the office at work, there's just a shit ton of geese everywhere, okay? Oh. And sometimes, like, they're, like, flying overhead and then, like, you know, landing in, like, our parking lot or, like, a parking lot nearby. And I cannot tell you how many times I, like, find myself, like, scurrying, like, running, like, Fuck this. I'm not trying to get pooped on right now. I just want to go into work. I want to get the day over with. I'm not trying to get shit on. But I think that's the only time it really crosses my mind. Just because they're everywhere. Um, Literally everywhere. <laughs> and I have been pooped on before. Really? <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't like a goose or anything. Like a bigger bird. It was just like a normal, like smaller one. That was flying overhead. It was years ago. Um... <laughs> I was actually minding your business. Yeah, it's actually really funny. Um, They say it's good luck, though. I have heard that before. Um, 
but we were in we were at Cedar Point. Okay. Um, and so we Cedar Point has like the hotel and the like the um water park area or whatever and then it also has the amusement park. Mm-hmm. And so we actually stayed at the Cedar um Cedar Point Hotel. It's like okay. a different name. I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but and then we were going to the park that day. So we were we left the hotel and we we're walking across the parking lot and almost made it to like the gates of the park. And a bird pooped on me and I literally had to go walk back all the way across the parking lot, change my clothes, walk all the way back to go into Cedar Point. Well, did it just like poop like on like your your clothes or like it was like flat like right on your head? Like do you just like wash your hair? Like Oh, it was like my shirt slashed my arm. Okay, okay. I guess it was when really I think... gross, but it, it saved my hair and my head. Like that was. Yeah, really... I always think about it like that. It's just gonna poop like right on my head, and like I'm not gonna notice it or like feel it right away. Oh, I'm sure you would feel it. It's just gonna start on you. seeping. I don't know. It depends on what the bird ate. I think. I guess. <laughs> but yeah, so. These people abandoned this whole area to clear out. Like, they were a lumber company was supposed to clear out the whole area. And supposedly they did so because there were massive birds in the area that they could not get rid of that they were, like, terrified of. Um, But it did sound like birds as in plural, so I don't know. In 1901, apparently the Wright brothers were researching for their fancy invention called the airplane (laughs) and we're doing so by studying birds of flight which we do know is accurate (laughs) um supposedly the brothers spent two months in the mountains of virginia during this time and were apparently in the same blue ridge mountain area they even had a test um one of their pilot planes that they you know were testing out but they never actually got in the air but supposedly the concept behind it was based off of a giant turkey interesting that's very interesting yeah i mean i can't again cannot confirm nor deny this information but i thought it was very fascinating to include i don't think it'd be like too far-fetched though no that one is a hundred percent believable which is interesting. Yeah. In February of 1942, supposedly there was a group of 37 military recruits who decided to avoid their service by hiding in the mountains of Virginia. In just a few months, 33 of them had reported for duty, stating that the German Air Force couldn't drop anything as vile as those giant birds in the mountains do. So again, more bird poop talk. <laughs> Another bird reference. Yeah. And then lastly, in May of 1967, a Virginia hippie commune also reported seeing huge turkeys that pecked holes in their campers and were swa- uh, swallowing their sleeping bags whole. So, uh, I mean, reports on gobble squatch go quite far back. Although I would say at 67, a hippie commune wouldn't be the most reliable source since they are taking massive amounts of drugs more than likely. So 
that's, you know, the sightings of gobble squatch. And if you're sitting here scratching your head and a little confused, I don't blame you. (laughs) (laughs) At first, the summary of gobble squatch was really intriguing to me. The concept of this giant cryptid turkey that is massive and has a funny name and, you know, we could link to Thanksgiving because of Turkey, really, that's it, but whatever. Um, however, <laughs> have you ever heard of a creepy pasta, Sid? Yes. <laughs> okay, so for those of you who do not know, creepy pasta's definition is basically an online horror story. These are stories posted online and shared there. Sometimes they go viral and it becomes a common belief legend or folklore typically they're paranormal stories and intend to scare readers so a great example of a creepypasta that went viral and people literally believed was a real thing is slender man yes i was literally i was like what is it what is it called what is it called i'm literally picturing (laughs) the slender man it's yes that was the one that those two girls were trying to yeah they tried to kill their friend (laughs) Yeah, that's a wild last story, too. And that happened in Wisconsin. <laughs> of course it did. Uh, oh, and one of the girls, her name was Peyton. <laughs> yes, I remember that. Um, <laughs> one, of so, them, one of them just got out recently. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other story. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, so basically, it's not. Where we're at here with Gobble Squatch is Gobble Squatch. I cannot confirm nor deny this information on multiple sources. There's only a handful. And as I kept reading and kept doing research and trying to verify other information, Gobble Squatch seems to be its own form of like a creepy pasta of sense. Uh, mm-hmm. It's primarily like an online urban legend. Since shared and like the story grows and obviously adding to its lore are all of these sightings, especially by famous people or funny sightings. But like how fun is the concept that a giant turkey like really exists? I love that. Like, and so just because I can't verify it in multiple sources doesn't mean it's true or not true, right? But yeah. based off the information I have, like 99.9999% possible that this is like a hoax and it was an online legend that just kind of grew. I have seen multiple podcasts. Like I, when I was looking into it, I found multiple podcast episodes covering the gobble squatch. Really? Um, Yeah. They're like smaller podcasts like us. And I didn't have a chance to listen to any of them, but I thought that was so fun. Like, no, I love that. And I, so I was like, well, I'm going to keep doing this because, you know, it goes with the Thanksgiving theme. And then even if it's not necessarily a cryptid, it seems to be like a local folklore legend. And sure. it's something funny that I thought was so great to share on a lighter note after some of the horrific stories <laughs> we've been sharing here. A thousand percent. Well, and so hopefully it's a fun episode for all of you to listen to, like kind of laugh at the ridiculous claims and yeah get a good uh get a good joke and concept of this giant turkey it's also just something though like it makes you think and you know we've talked about this before like you know there's different stories like there is stories or supposed you know sightings of these creatures 
but like we don't know everything that's out there so like somebody might have seen something and that's what they believe they saw even though that's not what they saw it just makes you think about all the things that are out there there could be some sort of creature that we don't know about and the belief is that you know this giant gobble squatch isn't seen today because he's you know creatures fled is hiding in the mountains and these heavily forested areas like like bigfoot and Mm -hmm. so that's another concept like okay well we don't really know what like you said what is out there so could something like this exist yes maybe (laughs) like i we are in there are a lot of uncharted territories here for us uh yeah didn't you watch that unsolved mysteries episode which one which one the one with the on the Native American like reservation. Oh my gosh! Yes. Like that's that's a, a topic lot I think I want to cover eventually too, but I'm really scared oh. to do so. A lot of uncharted territory out there. <laughs> a lot of weird shit going on. There's a lot of weird shit going on, and I think like. Like I said, I thought this was, like, a funny, lighthearted, like, okay, could it be a hoax? Could it just be, like, something, like, a creepypasta where someone made it up and it has gone semi-viral in its own sense? Like, yeah, 100%. But it's the concept of this cryptid being out there is so fun. And also, like you said, makes you think, we don't know all what's out there. So, who knows? It really makes you think. Yeah, so that's my thanksgiving story for you all i love this it was good (laughs) that's why i was like please don't do research because as i started researching i was like oh this is like uh, almost pot like almost 100 percent positive this is like fake and this is just like an online thing but it was just seemed so fun that i still like i have to cover this (laughs) it's still and i had never heard of it so like all I knew going into this was the name because, you know, Peyton and I make a list of, like, all the cases we're going to cover. So then that way we can go and, you know, look and know when we post it. But all I knew was the name. I didn't look at pictures. So I'm really excited to look at the pictures and stuff, too. <laughs> because I, you were like, you know, actually, if you didn't start research yet, don't. And I was like, okay. Um. Yes, there are definitely some funny pictures. And I'm, I'm looking sure. them up right now. <laughs> There's, like, a lot of drawings. There's, like, funny, like, oh, gobble squatch sighting pictures. There's, like, a giant turkey hiding behind trees. I like, you can tell onesie. it's probably a freaking edited photo, but. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to, I have a turkey onesie. I think I'm going to have to go out in the wild and take some gobble squatch photos. Oh, my God, please do. <laughs> I got um, a little cute outfit for Levi, and he has uh, a hat that looks like a turkey head. Yes, guys. I was going to post, but I didn't post anything yet for Peyton. Um, our newest member of Tacos and Tequila is out and about in is the world. Is officially here. Little baby Levi. Um, really funny, too, because I was editing the episode where I'm like... If, if my Just, water breaks yeah if my water breaks i'm literally editing the episode holding my baby in the hospital Aww. when he like couldn't sleep at night and i was like awake and i was like oh well, i'm just gonna keep editing i guess just like i don't know what else to do so literally. he I, like would only sleep if i was rocking him and holding him so i was like editing with one hand rocking him with the other and i was laughing so hard to myself i was like this is so funny 
<laughs> this episode's going to come out, and he's actually already here. <laughs> so, yeah, we can always post pictures. Um, I don't mind. <laughs> I think I have the cutest baby ever, so I want to share him with the world. She does have the cutest baby ever. Um, I don't know how we got so lucky, but he's he's quite a looker. He is the cutest little thing. But yes, I should maybe also do that and take funny gobble squatch Thanksgiving pictures with him. And yes. it's extra funny because he's so small. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Now the wheels are turning. So stay tuned. Maybe we'll have a fun little photo shoot to post on our, our social media pages. That would be great. Um, but yeah, that's all I've got for you guys today. Anything else to add, Sid? Any fun uh, facts before, not fun facts, but anything pertaining to this before we go into facts and jokes? No, I think this is a good one. I think it's interesting. Um, Obviously, like, there's some holes in there, but it makes you really think. (laughs) Like, I'm a big believer on, like, there's other stuff out there that we don't know exists. Literally. Maybe it's just in hiding now. That's why there's not any recent sightings. It makes you think. Maybe. We'll find out, hopefully, one day, but maybe not. (laughs) There's a lot of unknown out there. So much unknown. Okay, well, hit us with some jokes and facts. Um, Facts first? Yeah, let's go facts first. There are 381 tortilla manufacturing establishments in the United States. And one-third of them are in Texas. That is so many. It's a lot. That is so many. (laughs) I'm sure by now, because this is kind of, like, a little outdated, that, like, there might be some that, like, kind of are acquired into, like, one or, like, you know, how, like, companies, like, buy each other out. But even the fact that there was 381 that existed at one point is a lot. Uh, Yes. Absolutely. And like you said, I'm sure that some of them have maybe closed, um, unfortunately, like COVID like and COVID, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that's wild. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's definitely a lot. Well, that was a good fact. How about a joke? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Can you guess what the lime said to the tortilla chip? What? Do you want a hint? Like a hint oh of my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, <sighs> something about a squeeze or something. I was trying, Ooh. my wheels were turning, but I could not get it. That would have been good. <laughs> that I liked your joke. I, you you want to squeeze? Like you you want to squeeze a lot? <laughs> That's funny. I like that. Yeah, it wasn't a bad one. You know, some of them were a little rough. That was like, this one's actually a little... Yeah, that's that was, cute. that was good. <laughs> Big well, fan. Well, folks, uh, find us on Facebook, Tacos and Tequila Podcast. On Instagram, it's just Tacos and Tequila. We also have a website, tacosandtequilapodcast.com, uh, which will be update up to date. Hopefully by the time this episode comes out, because your girl kind of fell behind a little bit. But uh, <laughs> she had a baby, guys. It's okay. I had a baby, so <laughs> that would be why. 
And if you're listening, we know you're listening, but if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure you leave a rating or review. It helps us get noticed, helps other people find our podcasts. And it's great to see the positive reviews. Absolutely. We love to see the feedback and uh, helps us get noticed, like Sid said. And do you have anything else to add, Sydney? I think we covered all the big things. Yeah, I think that's all, all the big things. Um, okay. This episode's coming out the week of Thanksgiving. Yeah, so, so happy Thanksgiving to all of us in the U.S. <laughs> We're thankful for every single one of you. Correct. Not Canadian, well, I have to say not the Canadians. Canadian <laughs> Thanksgiving already happened, so I guess belated, oh. belated Thanksgiving to you. But happy American Native, I don't know what I'm saying. A uh, happy North American, American, Canadian, I US, U.S. Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> Enjoy your day off. <laughs> you deserve it. Can you, if you guys can't tell, mom brain's really getting to me. <laughs> it's getting worse. But and hopefully the lack the of next sleep. episode, yeah, I'll have caught up on some sleep and we'll be good. <laughs> back to, every, back to where we were before. I can't speak exactly. either now. <laughs> It's contagious. I'm sorry. I passed it along. What a mess. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we will talk to you all next week then. Bye. Bye. Ha ha ha!